this the intro right here the i don't know coming up with a different name don't care aka your baby mama it's your boy marcellus and we back up in here okay and i'm here with my man well, well probably my co-host because i don't know anybody else here hello all right what's up guys my name is ben uh i'm here maybe gonna be a permanent co-host we'll see we'll see how it goes oh my god but we just gonna this podcast. We just gonna be talking about music, whatever we feel like. Probably gonna review an album every week or so. See how that goes for a while. Probably just gonna pick random ones that we haven't heard or that one of us hasn't heard. But that's gonna be fun. So uh, this week we're gonna be reviewing No Names Telephone. Probably gonna get to that a little bit later. But right now I just wanna talk about the music scene because right now it's 2020 and everything is fucking hell right now. It's okay. crazy. It's like all music's just whack. Because everybody's just putting out these weird projects that are about, like, not seeing anybody. And that's it. That's just all there is. There's no, like, concerts. There's nothing, like, everything. Nothing's, like, crazy. It's all really sad. I don't see that. I, well, what I listen to, nobody's really putting out no sad music. Everybody's been putting out really good music up until recently. First of all, TDE got me mad. They're just pushing out Reason. I don't care. He he just be doing whatever, bro. I don't care about this dude. I need that new Kendrick project. I need a new Isaiah yeah, Rashad. Yeah. I think they I think they're waiting uh, until like 2021, 2022 so they can go on tour. That's I think that a lot of artists are doing that. And it, you know, I don't love it. Nah, too much been happening. Oh, you hear about Tory Lanez? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro, this yeah. man Toy Lanes is just ridiculous, bro. Yeah, so he had beef with uh, J.R. Smith. No, it's not even. It's <laughs> not even that, bro. It's the fact that dude had the whole publicity after shooting Meg, and was just like, I'm putting out an album, you guys, and it's st- and it somehow went number one. Yeah, it's just like nobody's gonna hold him to the fact that he shot Meg. <clears throat> like nobody cares. They're just gonna stream his album. <laughs> I don't even want to listen to. I like. Is it really that hard not to listen to Toy Lanes? Because I was listening to him before. Like every now and then he had like a yeah. track on the radio. I'd be like. That's all right. I'll listen to it, but like, I mean, I'm not going. I've been out living my, my life without doing it. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh no! Nah. Then we had earlier in the year, my man J Cole was getting called out. That was funny. I, I was kind of here for it. I'm not going to cap. I was like, J Cole, you kind of wrong for that, bro. Like I heard, I heard it, and I was just like, oh, this is what you gonna say? You just like, I don't like her tone, like, bro. Yeah. Just Cole, deal with it. Cole's been going a whole different route recently. I mean, his music done stepped up though. It's not as boring right now. That's fair. That's fair. Cause KOD was trash, and all sure the, and all the J Cole fans can hate me. <laughs> J Cole no, got boring. I swear, when he put out KOD, everybody was all the J Cole like stands were like this. Yo, this is fire. I was like, it's really not though. First listen, I was first listen, I was like, what is this? It didn't hold up to the other albums, like. <laughs> Bro, even even for your eyes only, the first listen had me hooked. Yeah, like like a lot of people don't like it as much, but I was like, this is still pretty good. It doesn't it doesn't hold up. It's like a one time listen thing. You can't you unless you're going back for the story. There's no other yeah, reason. I mean, to it's, to it's it. for the story. That's really it. Oh, I don't even know if we want to get into this, but ooh, I guess we get into the review because nothing else really happened at the moment unless we want to talk about underground artists That's that funny. you probably do not know. Uh, <laughs> Oh, so okay. Today we are reviewing No Name's Project Telephone from 2016. No Name, formerly known as No Name Gypsy, is from Chicago. Uh, she began doing slam poetry in 2010 and eventually gained recognition from fellow Chicago artist Chance the Rapper and was on his mixtape Acid Rap on the song Lost and then later was on Coloring Book, um, the song Finish Line slash Drown. She later released her first album, Telephone, mid 2016. 
And she released another album either last year or the year before, Room 25, uh, to high critical acclaim. And other than that, she's just known for being an activist in the J. Cole beef she had, where she kind of destroyed him. But I mean, hey, that's just my opinion. <laughs> but that's... I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for your okay. review, because uh, you ain't li- never listened to this. Well, I've listened to this before. I just listened so. to it, like, last night. Listened to it again today to get the second listen, so I really, like, could go into the lyrics and everything. But, and I read that she was a slam poet, and I really loved that, because one of my favorite rappers, Watts, he was a slam poet for oh, years okay. before he really got into the, the scene. So I loved that with the lyricism, but immediately, like, I mean, 10 seconds into listening to this album, I was just like, all right, so this is Chance the Rapper. It's very reminiscent of Coloring Book. They came out around the same time, too. So it's very, it's very similar, uh, but different, different stuff that she's talking about, of course. Um, a lot of drawing attention to, to black women and especially in Chicago police violence stuff like that really good lyrically love it uh, big fan of it I probably if I was scoring it I'd give it like an 8, 8.5 out of 10 that's pretty it's pretty high I'm a big fan of this album and also the instrumental the xylophones <laughs> that joke catches you you like hold up it's like every track too. I was like but I loved it I was like okay did you did you get the part where um like all the beats were pretty much upbeat, but then you look like you look at the yeah, lyrics yeah, and what yeah. she's saying, it's just complete opposite. And I, I like the way it, it works yeah. like that. I was just like, cause first listen, you're mostly not paying attention to what she's saying. It's just mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm liking this beat, but then like you recognize like whoa whoa whoa, she's talking about people just dying, uh-huh. after all this extraness. I'm just like, oh my god, I just I was, well, the first time I heard it was a rap. It was like a few months after it came out. Cause I was, that was when I first got hooked on the chance, and I was like, I kind of like the people who he's on songs with, and then No Name stood out mostly because of her voice, and I was just like, why is her name No Name Gypsy at all? Like that makes no sense to me. But the, she doesn't explain that to like her second album. She she explains her name, but I there's like the production to me just sticks out completely. I I like the jazzy type horns and all that it, it I can see the chest, how you yeah. would compare the I'll chance say, dude, I, I love the, the jazz stuff that's like my favorite kind of rap oh my god like jazz if you if you put like a jazz sample or like if you have some jazz influence in your song I'm gonna like it cause that, that stuff just hits it, I don't know how it works so well but it just does it does and then probably oof, I don't have probably no there's probably there's no bad tracks on the album at all definitely not but I gotta talk about these features man the features the features oh my god yeah, she really hit me on that last one <laughs> that shadow man yeah cause I was like definitely felt the chance but I was, there. I was like angels oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, why you gotta do that come on bro <laughs> I was feeling I like that last track is probably it's between that one and probably yesterday that probably hit the hardest. Like another intro and outro tracks. That's your, that's your they, favorite tracks. Nah, not this. Not it's not my like they're my two favorites. Um, those and Diddy Bop. Okay. I just like the way that one sounds. It sounds so good. Yeah. But the Shadow Man, the way everybody just like came in, Smino doing his thing, just like his kind of like R and B vocal type rap flow. I love that. Probably my favorite new artist ever. He doesn't miss. On features, even back then, uh, you got Saba 
another Chicago rapper, all over the scene, just with, working with everybody from J. Cole to whoever. Jeez. It's just like, bruh. And then you got Felix, who, who it was him, Saba, and um, The Mind. He was on track one or two. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's on two. Uh, Sunny Duet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they produced most of this album. Surprise. I was like, whoa. I, I didn't expect that level of production at the time, especially it's 2016. I'm not expecting this type of production. Yeah. Like, bro. It'll, 2016 was like the swivel year, I think, in rap. <laughs> a, lot of things cha- a lot of things changed in 2016. I mean... Not to mention, this is like the underground scene too. Mm-hmm. Like you have many like new artists popping up around that time. You get like Danny Brown, all these other people. So to find so to find a rapper who's like kind of rapping in like this poetry type way, it's just like a stream of consciousness. And you're just like, mm-hmm. hmm, I I like the vibes. So uh, it's I wouldn't say it's one of my favorite albums ever, but it's definitely high ranked among albums because I, I do come back to this every now and then I'm just like I like the instrumentals too much I'm just like even though this is sad it still kind of hits yeah I can't like rank it among albums because I just listen to it <laughs> I mean I'll have to wait to see if I, how frequently I go back to it but oh my god it's anything like coloring book and acid <laughs> rap I'll go back to it pretty oh frequently god. I don't like these chance comparisons <laughs> it hurts me I was going to come in with them you knew it you had to have known. Oh my god! Ever is, it's it's the underground thing for me. I don't know what it is about Chicago's underground artists, but for some reason, like after Chance kind of puts them on, they just like go their own way. Mm-hmm. Other other than Smino, Smino's not from Chicago, but he hangs around a lot of them, like Saba, No Name, uh, Vic Mensa, until he fell off. But <laughs> <laughs> Vic Mensa fell off hard, and I, I just. Oof. But yeah, that whole scene is ridiculous. Yeah. I like even even people like Monte Booker, who's a producer for them a lot. Uh, I mean, I just I don't, I don't even know how to describe this album. Really, it's ri- oh then then is a then is a track that really caught my attention the first time I heard it because there's a lot of controversy around the track. Uh, was it Bye Bye Baby? There's a there's a lot of controversy around that track because nobody really knows what she's trying to say. A lot of people think it's like she's saying she had an abortion and like the baby's gone. Mm -hmm. But I, it's it to me it sounds more like she's talking about just like the random like little kids in Chicago and they're just getting killed off. Yeah, that's that's what I thought too when I heard it. I I don't know. (laughs) I really I really on that one I was listening to the lyrics and I pulled up like on Apple Music I just clicked the lyric button and I was reading through it I probably listened to it like three straight times I was just reading through it I definitely think he's, she's just talking about like kids in Chicago dying like there's, there's some line about seeing the kids in suits too too young oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and I thought that was really powerful and then you oh <laughs> probably probably okay so easily the like the the one point out where it doesn't get too low is like Diddy Bop it's just yeah, yeah. <laughs> The relatability to me personally, it's just like, ooh, you about to get your ass beat. I was just like, bruh, that ain't the realest thing as a kid. Like, you just, you know, somebody messes like, ooh, you about to get your ass beat. Like, bruh, it's like, you know, your mama finna come and get you, bruh. Like, it's a wrap for you. 
bro. I'm probably gonna come in with a, a shocker, maybe potentially for my favorite track. My Ooh. favorite track is Reality Check. Ooh, that's a good one. I. I call- <sighs> It's because, like, the first time when I listened through it, I'm just, you know, listening to the, the music, not really so much the lyrics. When I heard Reality Check, I was like, this, this just vibes, man. This is, <laughs> this is nice. Oh. Nah, Reality Check, I went back to it a few times because I was just like, I never I never understood what she said until, like, the hook. That's the only part I really paid attention to lyric-wise. Man, I kept listening. I was like, oh, opportunity knocking. And then eventually at the end, she opens the door for opportunity. And it's like, oh, I get it now. It's like it's a reality check for you just to go follow what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Especially when opportunities knocking. Uh, but to me, this album is easily like a nine. Okay, a little <laughs> it's, bit higher. Yeah, it's, 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 it's an easy nine. Not even... Yeah, even to her second project, though, I probably like this one more. Because it doesn't... To me, it doesn't have any skippables at all. Yeah, I will I want you to listen to the second one if you want, if you want to. <laughs> we don't have to review it, but... That's cool. Yeah, we me. might one day. We we probably will. Yeah. If we get to that point. But yeah, that's about that's about it for me. Unless you want to keep talking about just other stuff, music wise. I don't know. I mean, well, I'm trying to think of uh, the next album that we're gonna try. That's a tough one because I there's a lot there's a lot of stuff that I've heard that you probably haven't because yeah. I listen to like the Freddie Gibbs, the Alchemist, like mm-hmm. Conway. All these rappers who like they're kind of blowing up and they're getting on songs with, like these mainstream artists, but then I know you like some albums that I'm just like Ooh, I know I'm gonna <laughs> there's the, the, the one rap artist that I'm gonna be able to get you on that you haven't listened to is is Watsky. that's my guy and that's at some point we're gonna have to review him that's fine with me I don't he, he's an underground artist uh, the slam poet and he uh, maybe back in like 2014 15 something like that. Uh, Kyle and Anderson Pack were on tour Ooh. with him, and they were like lesser known than him. And then after that tour, they blew up. It's crazy because I Spy came out like months after. No, I Spy came out around 2017 because I, I, okay, I, yeah, I knew about I knew about Kyle. I knew about Kyle 2013 because my friend put me on at the time. He was like, "Yo, listen to Kyle. His music yeah, is knew, so upbeat." I knew and about I, Kyle before then, though. Like I knew about him before he blew up, but when he did, I was just like, "Yes, finally, the one song." I didn't know about Anderson Pop until he was on... What? I forget what song he was on. He was on, like, a bunch of songs with people. And I was just like, who is this dude? This dude sounds like he's James Brown, but, like, a younger version. Because <laughs> especially especially when on Come Down... Was it? Yeah. Come Down. I was like, this is so James Brown. It don't even make sense no more. Yeah, yeah that was the first time I ever uh, heard of Anderson Pack. I found out about Kyle. I think the first Kyle song I heard was fun. Uh, I think so, at least. No, nah, you got to hear... What's the song? What's this first? I first song I heard by Kyle was "Keep It Real," and then like yeah. I found all his stuff, like his old stuff on YouTube, like KID. That stuff, I was like, this dude needs to be next. Why does nobody know him at all? It's like it's hurting me right we, now. We talking about Kyle. I gotta, I gotta get on with the Kyle. So I've heard from many people. I haven't been able to bring myself to do it. That the latest project from Kyle was was garbage. What the um? That he like just put out. Oh. Um, I haven't, I haven't the been famous, able to like, um, listen to it yet. I'm going to be famous or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, see, yeah. see you when I'm famous. Yeah, 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 yeah. I listened to that. It wasn't it wasn't bad I to me. I heard it was just kind of generic. Yeah, it wasn't his thing. Now, the project before that was... That one was, that one was tough. That one was I was, just pop. But that's his, that's his style. Because if, yeah. if you listen yeah, to Kyle I mean, before... Yeah. It's a lot of like kind of upbeat kind I mean, of like he, he lost, music. He, he lost Brick, who was doing his production. 
Oh, and because uh, yeah, because that's why Smile went in. So like, and Smile was so hard. Good. It was because so good. Brick was doing all the production for it, and then Brick split off from him, and then everything's not as good anymore. The beats are generic now. I wouldn't say some of them weren't because yeah, some of them were. The first track on um, the album from 2019, that one felt like an original Kyle track. Akuyo is just too funny to me because. <laughs> I love two chains, man. I love two chains. That dude is stupid. <laughs> like that dude will talk about some hard stuff and then just come out of nowhere, just like to be just stupid. You just like, bro, what are you doing? <laughs> but yeah, Kyle, Kyle really. It, it's between Kyle and Chance that really got me into rap. It was really yeah, those two. That's probably the same thing for me. <laughs> Cause if it wasn't for Chance, I wouldn't have found no name. And maybe J Cole too. Definitely wasn't J Cole. Cause I didn't even I didn't even get, go back into Kendrick until after I started listening to like Childish Gambino and stuff. But I was just like, cause eventually Kyle put me on a chance. Cause Chance was on one of the songs on Smile, and I was like, who is this dude? Yeah, remember me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That track hit me. And I was like, yo. So I listened to Chance. After that, I found Childish Gambino, and then I just went down a rabbit hole of all these artists who are eventually are just huge now. Yeah, it's kind like, of nuts. It's like at the time you're just like, bruh, these artists are so underground. Why don't they just blow up? After a while, I was like, these guys are huge. <laughs> like, that's like, it was Charles Gambino after that, and then Tyler. Now, that <laughs> if we want to go down that discography to review, yeah, oh, you, know, you you're gonna be going hard with that one. <laughs> there's gonna there's gonna be one album that you're gonna be like, why did you have me listen to this? But I'm gonna be like, it's probably one of it's like I mean, top I, five. I got a feeling that we're gonna do Igor at some point. If we do Igor, I'm going to be completely biased. I'm not going to take any slander. Oh, nah, <laughs> I'm not taking any slander. I don't doubt it. <laughs> now, if we want to do his earlier projects, I'll be more understandable because that <laughs> stuff is just not for the faint of heart. It's not stuff that That's... you would want to listen to unless you were like, unless you heard it at the time or around like an age where you could understand it. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's not going to hit. Because like his first few projects, he was like a lot. <laughs> He has a song called Sarah where he literally goes to the story like how he kidnapped this girl kills her and then like has necrophilia with her and it's just like that was crazy <laughs> but this was like when he was like 18 uh-huh. so it's like he, he's trying to rebel against what people are doing and this is this is all this is like on a mixtape though mm-hmm. like but at the time Our Future was blowing up anyway cause like all these artists who came out from Our Future are all huge now except for I think um well, no, no, actually, all of them are. Cause Steve Lacey's big, uh, Tyler, Earl, Frank, uh, a few of them fell off, like Dombo and Haji, uh, Jasper. All those guys kind of fell off, but most of our future is just like they're in their own separate lanes now. Like Frank's doing whatever. That whole fan base is just like, we need another blonde. We need something right now. Earl's fan base is like you you've gone to low more lo-fi like Alchemist Mad Lib or like um, MF Doom type mess now like you're just doing whatever everybody's like Tyler's gonna be one of the greatest artists of our generation <laughs> I I will agree <laughs> I I I, <laughs> I will easily agree cause the growth is just ridiculous and then you have like this other kind of collective that broke out from our future, the internet, which had like um, this singer Sid, she was on a lot of their tracks, just like singing, 
and she got her own thing going now, and then it's just ridiculous. But yeah, that's really about it for me. <laughs> I'm kind of done. Yeah, I guess that's uh, that's a wrap. Episode one in the books, bro. You know what I'm talking about, bro. Oh my god, we out of here, bro. Don't even talk to me no more, bro. <laughs>